You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us from East West Animal Hospital out of Tampa Bay, Florida, is... Dr. Linda Register. Here to answer your medical questions. Behavior questions about your pets at 844-287-2876. When you call that number, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Buden, and he'll put you on the line with us. That's 844-287-2876. The show is produced in-house, in-studio, by the ever-so-lovely and talented Miss Lexi Lapp. Hi, Lexi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You're on your own today. Yes, I am. Good job so far. Good luck, Lexi. Thank you. We have a special guest joining us in this hour. Her name is Nora Kramer. She is the executive director for Yay Camp. We're going to find out a little bit about Yay Camp in just a minute. But the show is brought to you in part by Earth Friendly Natural Pet, the number one stain and odor remover in the country. That is Earth Friendly. But once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lapp. And this is... Talking Pets. This one, the campfire song song. Let's gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. Our C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster, then you're wrong. But it'll help if you just sing along. Bum, bum, bum. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Linda Register. Give us a call, 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. Lexi Kosong. So people who don't know what that was, that was... That was the Campfire Song song by Spongebob. Spongebob. Yeah. Spongebob is terrifying. <laughs> You're a big fan of Spongebob? I've watched, I've watched it a lot, yeah. 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 I, I tried a couple of times, and it looks like a funny show. It just ran out of time. I was like, too many other things to do. <laughs> it, ha- it has both adult and kid humor in it, so it's good for parents and children. That's cool. A lot of, a lot of cartoons they make in the movies these days seem to have that realm. You know, mm-hmm. It's like made for kids, but also enjoyable for the parents. So they can sit there and watch it with them. Exactly. Right. They Perfect have to. example. Yeah. Frozen. Yes. Frozen. Good for kids, good for adults. Mm-hmm. And that was obvious. It made over a billion dollars. So, hey, but once again, you are listening to Talking Pets, and we want to talk with you at 844-287-2876. That's the number to call if you've got a question. But I want to bring on to the program right now, I was fascinated by this camp, and it's called Yay Camp. The executive director is Nora Kramer. Hey, Nora, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful to have you on with us. And I want to find out and enlighten America, basically, on Yay Camp. 
because you know we do talk about a lot of different things on the show, and of course, uh, medical problems and behavior problems and pets. But we we have celebrities on, we have organizations and foundations and authors and everything like that. And the one thing I thought was cool about your camp is that you are working with the age group of what, twelve to seventeen year olds? Yeah, that's right. Now, what exactly, like, fill us in a little bit about about how old is Yay Camp? How long have you been doing this camp? Sure, this is, I, I can't even believe it sometimes. This is going to be our sixth summer. It feels like it's just flown by, but um, this is our sixth summer, and we are a youth leadership summer camp for young people who want to change the world, who want to make a difference on an issue that they care about. And um, we have week-long overnight camps in Northern California, in Oregon, and in Massachusetts. So each of our campers chooses an issue that they care about and that they want to make a difference on. And by the end of the week, they create an action plan for what they want to do on that issue when they go home. And a lot of our kids choose animal issues as the issue that they want to focus on. Now, it's pronounced yay, um, but it's yep. spelled yay as in Y-E-A camp, correct? That's right. And that's the website, too, if people want to check it out, is yeacamp.org? Yeacamp.org? Yeah. Okay. And Youth we do have information. Action is what that stands for. We have information, too, on, um, on our website on TalkinPets.com. So if you want to click on the news section of Talkin' Pets, you'll see all the information there as well. That makes it some, sometimes easier because people, of course, recognize Talkin' Pets. But it's, uh, you said YAY stands for? Youth Empowered Action. Good name. Good name. Thank now, you. why 12 to 17? Why? I mean, I feel like it's American Idol, only a certain age group. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you- well, we feel like, uh, at a, I personally, I feel that everyone... Uh, as, from a young age, when they first learn about problems in our world, they instinctively want to make a difference. I mean, we see it kind of in a cliched way of like maybe a child seeing a homeless person and wanting to, you know, bring them in, you know, or like wanting to, um, to help animals when they see an animal who's, who's hurt. Or there's so many different, um, different issues in our world. And, and what I found is that when young people learn about those issues, their instinct is to want to do something about it. And yet, I feel that as a society, we don't really provide the support, the training, the resources, the encouragement to help those young people actually get involved, to learn about some of the causes of the problems that they see, that it's not just about bringing a homeless person into their house. That might be a thought that you would have if you don't have any kind of concept of the bigger picture of why does homelessness exist and what can I do, right? And so um, we feel like... If at a young age you're not really provided or, or um, experiencing that type of support and training, then you may kind of decide that, ah, I'm just one person, what can I do? This problem is too big. And then maybe not take the actions that otherwise you could. So um, we feel like that age group is a really, um, it's a, a really prime time to go on one path of taking action for the causes that you care about. Or another path of saying, eh, you know, I, I'm not, you know, what can I do? I'm only one person. Well, also at that age, that's when um, individuals, they're, they're starting to come into themselves and starting to uh, explore the world a little bit more. Yeah. And also to, to be away for that amount of time, depending on where they live. I mean, even just, I mean, my daughter's seven. And I would love uh-huh. for her to do a camp or something like that. But you just want age, to get rid of her. Well, yeah, but that's a whole that's a whole other thing. But even you know, my mother in law offered to keep her for the summer, but just at that age, being a so far away from us, and for that long a period of time, I mean, part of it is the parents' protection thing, but also I know my daughter at that age can't handle being away from us for that long. 
I mean, granted, your uh-huh. camps are like a week long, but still, you know, I, where I, the camps are kind of far away for, for me. Um, I just know emotionally my daughter can't handle it. I know it's like it's weird because I, I a lot of parents must really love to send their kids to camps because my phone number, my local phone number, which I don't have any longer, um, actually was one number off, Nora, from a camp apparently. And literally uh-huh. I would get anywhere from 10 to 25 calls a day. And I'm oh, like, wow. no, change the number to a two. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people must part you know a lot of parents must be like you know let's send junior to camp but your camp is is different and and there's a lot more that goes on with your camp and like you were talking about it seems like uh for these kids that want to make a difference in the world a lot of them do like you said pick animal issues correct yeah and you know we really feel like the summer is the perfect time for young people who are wanting to explore and something that they care about i mean kids are so busy in school especially you know, like our kids are a bit older than your your daughter, and so at the age of middle school and high school, they're starting to get busy with with homework and after school, you know, soccer and you know one thing or another. And the summer is a time when they're free to explore whatever it is that they care about. So what better time to start learning more about what they can, how they can make a difference on something that's important to them? I think it's also a time where they get bored a lot because they're not doing all the things uh-huh. they normally do during school, and there's yeah. not as much activities because they take a summer hiatus, and you know they they don't do anything and get totally bored, and that's when a lot of kids get into trouble. Yeah, definitely, and there, there's actually research that shows that if young people don't get enrichment, like of some type, where they're like actually using their brain during the summer, they actually. Like they say, they, they get dumber over the summer. They actually, if they're not using their brains, they, they actually regress a little bit from where they left off um, at the end of the school year. So, uh, again, I, I've always, um, you know, I've done a ton of different types of youth programs over the years, and I've always looked at the summer as really the best time for young people to start Nora. exploring the things that are important to them. Don't go away, Nora. We're going to be right back with Nora Kramer. She's the executive director for Yay Camp. If you want to check it out, you can go to their website directly at yaycamp.org. That's yeacamp.org. Or you can go to my website, talkingpets.com. No G in the talking. There's information there as well. Don't forget, the camps are at Portland, Oregon, KBNP. Big shout out to you guys listening to our show out there, Keith Lyons and the gang. So uh, also Northern California and Carleton, Massachusetts. So uh, we'll be right back with Nora Kramer, the executive director for Yay Camp. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And I'm Lexi Lab. Talking pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. By the way. 
Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lapp. Give us a call at 844-287-2876 if you have a question. We're speaking, of course, with the Executive Director, Nora Kramer of Yay Camp. It's Youth Empowered Action Camp. So uh, if you want to send your kid to camp... You can register them, I guess. How do you how do you do that actually, Nora? Do you just call and make a reservation, or how's that go? How do you get the kids to go to camp there? Uh, you can just go through our website, which you uh, you mentioned www.yeacamp.org to uh, to register. And is the the price listed on there? Yes, the price is listed on there. It's nine seventy five for the for the full week, and we also do offer need based scholarships for for those who need them. So oh, they, that's cool. That includes, of course, the cabin lodging. Um, and then food, food everything, yep. food, everything, workshops, the whole thing. What kind of food do they food do you serve? Yeah. I'm sorry. What kind of food do you serve at camp? Actually, all of our food is vegan. We are uh, the, our whole camp is designed to have us be living in a way that we feel is most compassionate and sustainable way that we can. So we do a lot of different things to do that. Like we compost, we of course recycle. We have an honor code of way that ways that we commit to communicating and speaking to each other, and we eat in the most um, sustainable and eco-friendly way that we can. So we try to get as much of our food um, organic and local as possible as well. It's just trying to exemplify you know, living as sustainably as possible. So the three camps that you have going, one is in Portland, Oregon. It's like uh, it's on 200 uh, acres of woods. Is that what it is? It's, um, it's actually the... Um, it's, we're just outside of... Portland in Malala, and um, yeah, we've got the venue has has about 200 acres, and all of our venues are just in gorgeous locations. Just having the experience of being away from the um, kind of the, the trappings of um, that most people have of kind of urban living, or you know, where a lot of young people have never really gotten gotten out much. Um, so all our venues are are in nature and in just beautiful spaces. Are you isolated as far as, like, communication to the outside world, such as Internet and... No cell phones, no laptops, none of that? Yeah, we don't... Well, we do have Internet at our our venues so that we can use them for, um, like, we have the campers do research on some of the issues that they care about, and um, we want all of our campers to connect with an organization that they want to be involved with after camp. So we have... You know, have them spend a little bit of time online, but in a very purposeful way, not kind of messing around on uh, on Facebook or, you know, whatever kind of stuff they might have been doing at home. And they won't have cell phones, so it's it really is, you know, a, a time to get away and to delve into the new friends that they're making, the activities that we're doing, and really, like, the new um, the new life that we're inviting our campers to step into as people who themselves as change agents, as somebody who can make a difference on an issue that matters to them. What about actually in terms of like, I heard the messing around part. So boys will be boys and uh, girls will be girls. Do they have their own little lodgings, one on one side of the camp, one on the other? They are separated, yeah. And we do have, um, you know, it is a camp, so we have, uh, you know, a lot of our activities are very specialized as a niche program geared towards, uh, you know, activism and, and taking action to make a difference. We also have regular summer camp activities. You know, there's a lot of free time to play games and soccer and basketball and art and all those kinds of things, too. So it is a, a standard summer camp in that sense as well. 
So you're outside Portland, Oregon. That's July 5th. That camp is going on that week. And then also yep. you've got Northern California. That's um, outside of San Francisco, a couple of hours out of San Fran? Yeah, it's in the Santa Cruz Mountains in just a gorgeous space in the Redwoods. And that one's July 27th. And then on August 9th, that week, is uh, is it Carleton, Massachusetts? Now, that's about three hours out of Manhattan, correct? Yeah, and it's um, it's not too far from Boston either. So we actually, it's um, our, because what we do is pretty unique, we actually have kids from all around the country who fly in for our programs. And we've actually had kids from other countries who have flown in to, to come to the camp because what we're doing is, is pretty unique. Yeah, it's a great way for kids to meet other kids from around this country, and like you're saying, from other countries as well, and communication and bond, and yeah, it's a great idea. Yaycamp.org is the website, and that's Y-E-A-Camp.org. Um, and some of the kids, actually, I noticed, um, what was it, Ariel, 16-year-old Ariel, started a beach cleanup program? The whole camp is really designed to support young people in taking action on an issue that they care about when they go home. So we actually measure our success as a program by do they actually take action after the camp. It, we say, you know, right early on, right at the beginning, that this camp is going to be really fun, but that's not the point of the camp. You can stay home and have fun, you know, playing video games. But the point of the camp is what they do after camp. So we've had a lot of our campers do really amazing things. You mentioned the beach cleanup. We've had a lot of kids who started school clubs about animal issues or other issues. We've had, um, on the, the pet topic, we had a girl who um, was 16 or 17 who lived in an area of, like, rural Illinois, and she really wanted to walk dogs and foster dogs and cats, but you needed to be 18 in her town to do that. And after Yay Camp, she actually went home and worked with worked with the administration and, like, her city um, local officials to get the age changed to 16 so that she, she and other young people could now volunteer and walk dogs and foster animals in her town. So we have so many different examples of things that, that young people do. And, and we, we never tell anyone, you should care about this or you should do this, but the whole week is really about getting lots of ideas and inspiration um, and to think more strategically about what they could do to make a difference on the cause that they care about. And, of course, Ariel, 16, had the beach cleanup. Alicia, 13, started a composting program at her school. Jehang started a recycling program and an environmental club. Um, and 16-year-old Brian actually started school uh, cafeteria to adopt Meatless Mondays. So the program works. If you want to send your camp to Yay Camp, we recommend that you do. It sounds like a really cool camp, and you can check out more information on their website, which is www.yaycamp.org, and that's Y-E-A-Camp.org. Nora Kramer, thanks so much for joining us and enlightening us on your camp. It sounds like a great idea, and we wish you the best of luck. And please keep us in tune of what's going on. Well, thank you guys so much both for having me. Anytime. That's Nora Kramer. She's the executive director for Yay Camp. Check it out, yaycamp.org. You can also go to talkingpets.com and look on the news section there on the homepage, and you'll see information on it, so you can check it out. That's yeacamp.org. So uh, check it out. Make a difference. Help your kids to make a difference in this world because the world is ever-changing, and there's a lot going on out there, and not necessarily for the best. And the ones that are going to leave the future as a future for uh, for everybody is the kids, and they need to make a difference. So check out yaycamp.org. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lab. Once again, you can give us a call. We're open to your medical questions and your behavioral questions at 844-287-2876. Talk and Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. 
Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization, here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet with this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Northport, Alabama, officials are considering turning riverfront property near the Tuscaloosa Airport into a nature park. The Tuscaloosa News reported that Northport officials are discussing setting aside $100,000 to $300,000 in the 2015 budget for a potential development of a walking trails, a dog park, and possibly camping on the site. Dr. Linda? Anchorage, Alaska. The state's largest caribou herd suffered a 27% decline between 2011 and 2013. And if that trend continues, state officials might have to restrict hunting. The Western Arctic herd had about 2,000... 235,000 animals, according to the study conducted last July by Alaska Department of Fish and Game. That is down from 2011's 325,000 and the peak of 490,000 in 2003. In Rapid City, South Dakota, the Reptile Gardens tourist attraction has slithered its way into the record books. The facility, which has more than 200 species of reptiles from around the world, is listed in the latest edition of the Guinness World Records book as home to the largest collection of reptiles. Keep me away from there, please. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. A police canine dog pursuing a knife-wielding suspect mistakenly attacked a bystander instead. The Argus leader reported police pulled the dog off the man and redirected it to the suspect. The bystander's injuries were treated at a hospital. In Kirkland, Washington, city and county agencies are using the scent-tracking abilities of dogs to determine whether septic tanks are or broken sewer lines are leaking into a creek that runs into Lake Washington at the Juanita Beach Park. The City Public Works Department and King County Department of Natural Resources want to know if contamination is uh, sewage or possibly from pets, raccoons, geese, or beavers. The agencies also are testing water samples at the King County Environmental Laboratory. You know, the other day, Linda, I heard that they saw beavers, you know, pooping in the, in the water, so that could be the problem. 
Just saying. Bismarck, North Dakota. Officials are trying to raise awareness of the emerald ash borer and prevent the spread of it into the state, which has about 78 million ash trees. In Las Vegas, Nevada, one of the world's most endangered species took a small step away from oblivion over the last year, or past year, actually. The uh, As of the wild population of Devil's Hole pupfish nearly tripled from 35 in April 2013 to 92. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. I thought it'd be a decline in people dressing bad on Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, never going to happen. <laughs> Give us a call, 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. We're over to your medical and your behavior questions. This is Talking Pets. When I met you in the summer, to my heartbeat sound, we fell in love as the leaves turned brown. And we could be together, baby. Long as skies are blue You act so innocent now But you lied so soon When I met you in the summer And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lab. Pick up the phone. Give us a call at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. That's the number to call, of course, with your medical questions and your behavior questions. When you call in, you'll speak with Zach Buden. He'll put you on the line with us. I only uh, bite hard if you ask. Yeah, he won't bite you. 844-287-2876. Did you get your, um, you got your shots, right, Zach? Okay, a maybe, of them. maybe he missed a couple, <laughs> but for the most part, he has his shots. Hey, you guys watch? Um, did you did you watch the Kentucky Derby when it was on last yeah. week? No, no, Kentucky Derby. Oh no. yes, I did. Oh, you did. did. Weren't we here when that happened? Yeah, we were on the air actually. That's what I thought. Yeah, and um, California Chrome won the Kentucky Derby, and I, I guess they're thinking that California Chrome is going to actually win the Preakness today as well. So, um, the top colors of the Preakness Stake winners. What do you guys think out of a horse? What what color? If if you what do you think the top color? The color of the horse. The color itself? of the horse, yeah. Mahogany. Brown. Chestnut. <laughs> well, it's funny because Zach picked brown, which is one of the colors, and Lexi took chestnut, which is one of the colors. Mahogany. I love mahogany, but it's not a color of one of the horses that I picked. Maybe <gasps> it is a color, but it's, it's not a, one it's of these. It's a horse color. Okay, well, bay was number one. Okay. At seventy-two, chestnut was number two at forty-six. Yeah. Brown was actually coming in third at 15, and oh, gray was at three, number three. Hmm, gray. So, a gray horse. I don't know if I've ever seen a gray horse. I guess, I don't know. <laughs> My favorite are, are the paints. Maybe it's just the gray colors. area. You know, I like black yeah, and white. I like, I like things to be black or white. The gray areas are not my favorite. <laughs> don't but roll your eyes, woman. But Do you like gray boom. areas? Life is a gray area. Oh, no, that's true, I guess. But it doesn't have to be. Unfortunately, I deal with gray areas all the time. Yep. Calif- <laughs> California Chrome. That was the Derby winner. Now, actually, uh, for its next, for the Preakness, which I guess happens today. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Will that horse make it into the Triple Crown? We'll see. You know, a lot of people are against horse races. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them either because of what I hear happens to a lot of the horses after the race if they don't perform. Um, 
you know, we've heard about the whole glue factory thing. Uh, Well, that kind of depends. One thing I can say for the horse industry in general is thanks to the horse industry, we have a lot of holistic care that has trickled down to uh, the small animals, such as acupuncture, electromagnetic therapy, uh, laser light therapy, ultrasound therapy, um, all because even though there's a bad side to the horse racing industry because of the drug testing and everything done, if you have an injured horse, uh, horse people have looked for more holistic modalities when they can't use some of the typical drugs uh, for that a t- horse would test positive for, but yet try and make them better. So there, there is somewhat of an upside. Okay, so question. Being a veterinarian um, and talking about horses, apparently um, California Chrome, uh, that's performing today in the Preakness Stakes, is picked to be the possible winner. And, but they're saying that um, he has a sore throat. And they actually found, the vet found, like, a throat blister. How severe is that? Do you think that would affect that horse's... Well, it can as far as the breathing. There's a lot of conditions. There's one condition called what they call roaring, where there can be uh, laryngeal or tracheal hemorrhage. And drugs can be given uh, to kind of help with that. But you have to prove that the horse is a roar in order to give it for them to race. But yeah, it potentially could be a problem as far as the breathing and uh, stamina. Um, Depending on what the cause of the ulcer is, it could be much more serious than that. Well, I apparently coughed about four or five times in the day. And the vet said that doing fine, not going to affect them. But it, you know, it's kind of a loud cough. Well, the, well, the only way they would have been able to find a blister would have been to scope them. They did they blood work, too, and the blood work, according to the veterinarian, said came back fine. Yeah, and that's possible even if it's a mild infection. So if you had to pick a name in the Preakness, Dynamic Impact, General A-Rod, California Chrome, Ring Weekend, Bayern, Rhea Antonia, Kid Cruz, Social Inclusion, Pablo Del Monte, or ride on Curlin. I'd probably pick Pablo. All the other names I think are horrible. So you like the Pablo name, Pablo like Del Monte. Yeah. It's a twenty to one chance. I the like jockey Cruz. is Jeffrey Sanchez, and the career earnings is one hundred and fifty-eight thousand. You I like? I don't know the A Rod one. I definitely wouldn't pick because A Rod ain't doing too well with the Yankees. So yeah, I you're gotta, telling me. I, I got. I got to hear my husband complain about that all the time. Zach, you're on the Kid Cruise. Oh heck yeah. So Kid Cruz um, actually... Kid, Kid Cruz is a, a second good one because it sounds like a rapper. Julian Pimentel is the uh, jockey, and it's actually got a career earning of 161000 What do you think, Lexi? Which one would you go with? Um, I'm going to go with the one that just won recently. So California Chrome, of course. Vic, yes. uh, Victor Espinoza is the jockey and um, actually has a purse, or uh, I'm sorry, not a purse, but a career earnings of $2,552,000. So... California Chrome is actually doing extremely well. I actually, I don't know, I mean, just going by a name for some reason, I don't know why Dynamic Impact kind of stood out for me. Miguel Good for Mina. for a second for me, too. And, um, and that's not much of a career earning, though. 360000 on that one, although better than you two, Dr. Linda and Zach. Hey, I can't <laughs> help it if people give them stupid names. Bite me. You told me to pick <laughs> based on the name. I picked based on the name. But if that horse won 20 to 1 odds, that'd be a lot of cash to take home. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, actually, um, uh, 12 to 1 was dynamic. And, um, of course, uh, California Chrome is 3 to 5. 
Pablo was twenty to one, and uh, Kid Cruz was twenty to one as well. So well, my chances suck. We'll see who wins. <laughs> Give us a call at eight four four two eight seven two eight seven six. 844-287-2876 is the number to call. Uh, is it true, Dr. Linda, when, when a horse fractures a leg or breaks a leg, you know, they always say they shoot horses, don't they? I mean, do you... Not, not as much anymore, and it depends on the value of the horse. All these race horses are insured. Um, it depends on the fracture, where the fracture is. It is much more difficult um, to heal a fracture in a horse in general than, say, a dog or a cat. Um partially because horses stand basically on one digit. So it's like standing on your forefinger um, for a front leg. So they stand on one toe and there's not as much circulation as there is for a dog or a cat. Um, but no, they don't always shoot them. I know in the old days. Well, in the old days, yeah, because there was no way to fix them. But that's the thing that I think is bad is the fact that, you know, if a horse doesn't, it's like greyhound dog racing mm -hmm. i mean if a dog doesn't perform they found horror stories where dogs were shot and killed and and buried in the back of the greyhound racetracks mm -hmm. i mean it'd be a little tough to bury a horse back there and get away with it you know really quickly but i mean i've heard where they've shipped them off to mexico and you know they have shot them and you know mm -hmm. because it's like oh you're not going to win you're not going to race so why live mm -hmm. uh, that's you know puts a whole yes, new light on it, horse but racing but if it's a valuable horse such as you know, Secretariat, who was a Triple Crown winner, even if he broke his leg, as long we had as them he on was the show, still by the able way. to breed, you know, there's a lot of money in artificial insemination. and, and Not saying, a bad thing to grow up being a stud for the rest of your life. Saying that you have offspring uh, from that line. I could be a stud. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right, I'm a little old. 844 <laughs> 844-287-2876 is the number to call. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you. Of course, we're open to your medical questions and your behavior question. Um, on the human side of things, what do you think about this Mears case out there? A second U.S. case of Mears virus detected in Florida. Um, so when people travel by plane, I mean, they're traveling with these illnesses and bringing them from state to state. Country to country. And this was in Orlando, Florida. A man hospitalized in Orlando with Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. That's what yes. Mears stands for. Second case of the lethal virus confirmed in the United States. All because he wanted to see the mouse. Yep. Well. Gotta be careful who you're sitting next to on a plane these days. Don't cough on me. <laughs> the thing is, you have no control over it. If you move your seat, they charge you more for it. The man traveled to the United States from uh, Saudi Arabia on May 1st to visit family in Orlando, traveling through London, Boston, and Atlanta. Passengers on the U.S. legs of his journey are being notified. Though the risk of transmission is considered very slight, more um, than 500 people could have been in close proximity to the patient, according to the CDC. Really, got, really do got to be careful. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. And Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lab. And Zach Buden. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We want to talk to you at 844-287-2876. Pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-287-2876. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime you'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. 
With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet How to tell if your makeup is tested on animals. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Lexi Lab. If you're an animal lover, then chances are you believe in buying cruel-free cosmetics. But in today's marketplaces, with so many labels and misinformation flying around, how do you know what is and isn't tested on animals? Whether you're already pretty clued in or you're just getting started, check out the following tips to ensure you're not unwittingly funding the ugly side of the beauty industry. Third-party testing is a loophole that many cosmetic companies are using to distance themselves from the controversy of animal testing while still being able to market themselves as a cruel-free brand. With third-party testing, what what third-party testing really means is that the company itself may not test on animals, but their parent company or an outside organization does the dirty work for them. Another way companies are getting away with the leading customers to believe that their products are a a compassionate option is by adding the terms this finished product was not tested on animals to their labels. The reality of this label is that the individual ingredients could have all still been tested on animals but the combination of ingredients that have been used to make the finished product was not. When you're feeling unsure, stick to these top five tips and you can't go wrong. Buy vegan. The easiest way to know whether your makeup is cruelty-free is if it's labeled vegan or comes from a vegan brand. Look for the bunny. If you see a product stamped with a Leaping Bunny logo, it means that no animal testing is used throughout any phase of the product development. Do your homework. Use the following searchable databases to see if a current list is in companies that do and do not test on animals. Watch out for new ingredients. Products touting newly developed ingredients are often the ones still tested on animals so beware and make sure to investigate further ask questions when in doubt simply get into contact with the company directly and ask not only is the best way to get the reliable answer it's also a good way to show that they're determined that there's a demand for cruelty free products and on talkingpets.com in the news section we have a full list common animal the varieties that may be hidden in the makeup bags. Check out thetalkingpets.com. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp.
Yeah, you know, if you do go to uh, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com, TalkinPets.com, you can actually, like, uh, check out, like Lexi was saying, some of the ingredients and stuff like that um, in products that you may be putting on your face and all. Like, if you see something that says lactic acid on the, uh, on, the, on the product, it's derived from both blood and muscle tissue and found in many skin products such as exfoliators. Um, you may see something that says musk, traditionally sourced from the genital uh, secretions of animals, including musk of deer, otters, beavers, and wild cats, and used for fragrances. Isn't that nice? You know one way to get around that? Don't what? use cosmetics. Don't put makeup on. Appar- it's bad for your skin anyhow. Apparently you're, uh, you're wearing animal urine when you're wearing a cologne, too, sometimes. Also, another one is uh, beeswax extracted from the honeycomb of honeybees and used in lip products, creams, and foundations. Mm-hmm. Uh, estrogen uh, extracted from the urine of more urine of pregnant horses and found in lotions perfume and restorative uh, creams and one more and there's a whole list of things on here you can actually see what you're wearing on your body another one is placenta organ found in pregnant mammals and used in skin and hair treatments that's disgusting so when you say your hair smells wonderful today boy it smells like placenta nice well placenta can be cruelty free because it can come naturally after the birth of like a cow or something doesn't change the fact that it's gross and then the thing is, like, when companies, some companies aren't going to spend the extra money to actually do it the natural way. Um, they're just going to rip it out. But um, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. There's, like, a whole list of stuff on here that if you want to check it out, go to TalkingPets.com under the news section. Um, and then you can you can read, like, under today's news. And also, too, if you want to check out the video, I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you guys, uh, I know Lexi saw it, but Linda, did you see Dr. Linda, the, the cat that saved the little boy's life? From Mm-mm. the dog? Nope, I didn't see that. Oh, you have to watch it. It's on the website. It's on TalkingPets.com. It's right there on the homepage, the video. And basically, this little boy who was on surveillance camera for the yard, and this little boy was riding his little bike, and this dog came out from the neighbor's yard and circled around the vehicle, saw the little boy on the bike, and ripped into his leg and started ripping the boy through the yard, and the cat came running from outside the house, jumped on the dog's back, clawed it, and, and chased it down the sidewalk. Who needs an attack dog when you have an attack cat? I'm telling you, you got, during the, you'll have to watch it in a couple minutes. Uh, I'm going to play it for you. It's amazing. When I saw it, I was just like, wow, that is absolutely amazing. That cat had no fear. The dog did of the cat. Not well, yeah. A, not of the boy, though. And it was so weird. You just that, out of nowhere, that dog just went right after that yeah. boy. Some dogs just don't like strange items like, you know, rollerblades and bicycles. And, and that's what he was. He was like on the that. bike. So mm-hmm. and maybe it was the turning of the wheels or the turning of the spokes or something. Or so, sometimes they have the stuff that makes the sounds, you know. The... That could be, yeah. That, that could you be know, it, too. So that could be a lot of things. Maybe someone chased after the dog on a bicycle. He got a number of stitches, though, the boy. Well, yeah. Yeah. I really ripped into his leg pretty bad. But um, thank God for that cat. So, you know, you always say man's best friend is dog. Boy's best friend is cat. Well, mine is my dog. I have a good watchdog. So. Yeah, but if you I wanna, love my dog. Don't do that to me. If you want to check out the video, though, go on to TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. And right there on the homepage, you'll see it, uh, the video. And check it out. It's, it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. And so it's been getting a lot of play. But I want to thank in this hour of the program, I want to thank Nora Kramer, of course, the executive director for Yay Camp coming on. That's yeacamp.org if you want to check out the website. If you want to send your kid to camp, you can check into it, and uh, it will actually help your kid make a difference. So uh, that's yaycamp.org. And, of course, go to TalkinPets.com. And join us also on Facebook and Twitter. Right there at the top of the homepage are the icons uh, for Facebook and Twitter. 
click on those and you can become part of our family. See what we're up to. Um, if you go on to Twitter pretty soon, or you'll probably be getting it soon, um, or our Facebook, you're going to see Lexi. There's going to be a picture of Lexi holding up Earth-Friendly Natural Pet. We give that away during the show. And um, you'll see the new producer to the program, Lexi Lap. So check her out. And that'll be going to about 20,000 of you so, so far. And uh, we want to see 20,000 more. So join us. Right there at the top of the homepage at TalkinPets.com is Facebook and Twitter. And no G in the talking, by the way. Spay and neuter your pets, help control that pet population, and if you're going to adopt a pet, make sure you go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and do it there. Those pets need a good home. I'm John Patch. Dr. Linda Register. And Lexi Lapp. And Zach Guden. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. Talk to you again very soon, and bye for now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.